The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Real moms of Bravo. Hello, hello. We are so excited to be testing out this new format. If you haven't heard, we're changing things up around here with Real Moms of Bravo. I just had a flashback to James Kennedy making fun of you saying Real oh Moms of Bravo. Oh my God, it's the Real Moms of Bravo. Yeah. And I really wanted to say it like that. So thank you for doing <laughs> that, Abby. But we're going to be coming to you guys now three times a week. We're going to be trying to get out these recaps uh, more in real time. So for this episode today, we are going to be discussing Atlanta and the new Roni. Then later this week, we will talk about OC and Crappy Lake. And then we are no longer gatekeeping all the fab content that we have on Patreon. We want to share it with you all. So you all will be getting an extra episode from us talking about headlines, uh, pop culture things. We will get into all the Hollywood breakups, If you want all our thoughts about all of that, did we suspect anything, we will share it there. But without further ado, let's chat Atlanta. I feel like Atlanta is actually starting to get good. Finally. Like, I just feel like it was such a slow start. Um, But we're getting there. And this episode may be one of my favorites of the season. So many good, like, cuts to interviews uh product like the producers just killed it on this episode with some of like the flashbacks that they had and we'll discuss that as we're going through it but like just so good um but we start with a brunch that ralph decides he wants the men to cook for all the ladies i feel like some of the guys didn't realize they were cooking though they like got there and they're like oh yeah all right here we go like it just seemed like that was not well communicated and that the whole thing was just kind of odd well Listen, I think Ralph is an opportunist, and he posted a new apron line uh, on his Instagram. He says, I'm excited to announce our new apron line, Call Me Daddy in the Kitchen. So to me, this is all a ploy for Ralph. Wait, Call Me Daddy in the Kitchen? If I'm Call Me Daddy Daddy podcast, I'm sending a cease and desist. uh, Yeah. Call Me Daddy in the Kitchen, So, which is what they had on in the episode. So I think Ralph is an opportunist here. I think he knew he was going to be leaving Drew, but he's like, you know what? I'm going to like milk this for all it's worth. I'm going to be selling these aprons. I'm going to pretend like I cook when I really don't. So it just felt very like. It's very I, drop it, drop it with Drew. Like I think they yes. are using the show for any opportunity to create a revenue stream and it's they're dehydrated. 
Yeah. And it's like it's, very evident. But it was just yeah. very – I'm with you. I like – I the funny thing about all of this is like these people on these shows, these, these re- reality stars – feel like us viewers are dumb. I, I'm like, I feel insulted. <laughs> like we're not like, going to catch on. Like, well, yes. oh, I didn't even notice. All of a sudden you're promoting all this new stuff. Like, yeah, we catch on to that. Yeah. We catch on real quick. I also loved in this episode that Marlo, of all people, of course she's gone out on a date with Roy. Of course. I love though. She was like, I have my sloppy sockets. Like this was such a good Marlo episode. It really was. And then the candy, I do love that candy is not going to miss any opportunity to throw shade when she can. And kind of was like, you know, Marlo, what she usually like is looking for. And she's like, of course not describing it in a very nice way. And was like, kind of like a hoe essentially. And was saying like this guy, I'm guessing like in Candy's eyes, he doesn't have a lot of money or I don't know. Like she's kind of implying that he's not you like up to Marlowe standards. Yeah. Like his wallets aren't yeah. full. They aren't full, but you know what? Whatever. I did. I'm like, part of me was like all the ladies were getting along. And of course, Kenya had to be like, oh, well, he figured out something about you real quick. And I'm so lucky he's with me. I'm like, just let it go. Yeah. But also, it's nice to see like Kenya so smiley with this guy and like happy and just like very giddy and like a schoolgirl for him to like talk with him and whatnot. So I was I was into that. So the crux of the drama here, actually, before we get into the actual drama here in this episode, let's also talk about another Ralph moment. Him auditioning, the reveal that he's auditioning for Chocolate City, the Black Magic Mike. Um, again, very weird and suspect. Like, could you imagine if Kevin one day was like, hey, I, honey. Someone asked me to audition for this. Yeah. Like, what? Also, the way she, like, the way Drew brought it up was very obvious that she was like, I want this to be part of my storyline. I want to promote this for Ralph so that like, I, clearly he knows he's getting the role because Magneto was talking to her husband. and was like, daddy daycare. And Drew was like, Oh, make sure you check on Ralph. He's in Vegas, but still check on him. And this was after Sonia was like, you know, check on my husband type of thing. I thought it was just weird. Like, He's in Vegas, but still check on him. One, why are you putting that out there? You know, these women are going to be like, oh my God, do you trust him in Vegas? Like rumors are going to fly. I saw now people are telling me I'm getting DMs that he was with somebody in Vegas. Like you just set yourself up for a lot of um, speculation and rumors. But I feel like, again, it was a ploy to be like, I want to plug that he's like trying out for this, that he's going to get this role. I want to make sure I'm promoting it. Like, it's just all like everything with them is very, very obvious. I'm curious to see how this uh, maybe more than a friendship with the basketball player comes to light for Drew, because is that also something that like she's promoting because now she wants to be on, I don't know, are they going to redo the L world L word and bring in more, you know, black actresses? I don't know. Like, I feel like with Drew, it's like everything is so calculated and it's all like a business move and it's a way for her to try to get more attention, get a role, get more money. So I'm like, I, I just don't, it was very obvious. Also like, again, like nothing against anyone who works in that field and industry. It's just very sus that, He's doing it in Vegas, not even Atlanta. Like, yeah, going to Vegas. Like, it's just very. Like, I would not be okay with Kyle flying out to Vegas, a, a scene that's already party and people like feel like. I mean, 
I've never been a stripper, but I would imagine, you know, people get handsy. I mean, oh, there's yeah. a lot of temptation there. And especially when he has a track record of cheating, let's never forget Tampa. I mean, didn't um, you see Thunder Down Under? Cheating. With your mother-in-law? <laughs> I did. I saw Thunder I mean, were Down people Under. handsy there? Um, I mean, they, okay, they so I stage? saw Thunder Down Under with my mother-in-law and um, your grandmother's grandma. Yeah. And it was incredible. I never laughed. Like one of my peak, you know, when you have like giggle, like you cannot stop laughing uncontrollably. That is in like my top five moments of laughter. My so what they did, so my grandma, um, she has glasses on, and the Thunder Down Under guy took her glasses and like put them in her pants, his pants. Oh, okay. And his pants, and was like, you know, give them steamy. And her reaction was like so funny, she but no one was like overly handsy. I feel like okay. these guys know that they'll like take your hand and like they'll kind of guide you, like, you. rub their like abs. Like yeah. it's like to get the tips, the money. Like us women, I think we're respectful. I think they know they like push I, the limits there. I don't think people at Magic Mike are respectful. Well, I, I know. Maybe we need to go. Okay. It's a business expense for the people. Oh, this is could you imagine if we brought our husbands and be like, I, bet they, the Magic Mike. I feel like if you brought a man to Magic Mike, that, that like honestly they would get more attention than we would. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, we're we're digressing. Hard. We are um, digressing on that. TBD if we go, stay tuned on that. <laughs> okay, so the crux of this episode and the drama of this episode is she by Sheree, Sheree versus Drew. So at this brunch, uh, Sheree brings up the fact that <clears throat> Drew is in the headlines for not paying a chef. Drew, like, immediately is like, no, that girl was never a cook. She was the girl that just, like, wanted to cook for us. And it was, like, $4,000. And, you know, there's lawyers involved. And Sheree, of course, was like, are you paying the guy today? Like, is he going to get paid? I mean, I kind of loved that moment, though, just because Sheree has obviously been in that hot seat where people are like, are you paying? You didn't pay. Yeah. Yeah. So then it comes back. They get to Portugal. And then they're kind of hashing it out. And, you know, there, of course, Drew brings up how the She by Sheree was confiscated and how they didn't get anything after the reunion that it was taken back. But Marlo, of course, shows us that she has, has I mean, it all. This is the, like, this is one of the moments where I was like, God, this production team is so good because then they cut to Marlo wearing all of her She by Sheree gear and she's like, I got a hat, I got a hoodie. They didn't take my stuff away, but everyone else, like, it made me think, not like it made me confirm that this was true because Kenya was saying they're like, Oh, we need that back. Um, Sonia, like everyone was kind of saying like, yeah, we got it at the reunion. And then as soon as we were done, we were like told by Sheree's people that we needed it all back. Um, So I loved that Marlo is wearing it all for her interview confessional. I also loved when they brought up Candy's resting bitch face, that production pulled up some of her best resting bitch faces as like a, picture collage an homage yeah put that on a t-shirt all her resting bitch faces i mean truly like people would wear that it, she oh, does yeah. have a really i mean she does have resting bitch face whose side are you on on this fight is it like this is like a dumb fight but these are fights i i'm okay with on housewives um i'm on charades only because i felt like there was no reason for like drew to get up in tears and run away if it truly is just this girl was not a chef She's coming after us to get attention. It's a lawsuit. It's going to be done and over with. 
I wouldn't get that emotional and worked up over it. I'd be like, sure, I keep bringing this up. That's fine. And a matter of like one court case with a judge, this is going to be dismissed and over with. I'm not worried about it. So I felt like she was almost like, like, is there more to it or is there more going on? But like, it, I don't know, like for me, I was like, I now I wasn't on Sheree's side at the brunch, but in Portugal, I'm like, all right, I'm on Sheree's side. This is stupid. Like, why it are you stupid? It feels like this? a reach. It feels yeah. like a reach. Okay. Well, that concludes. Who side are you on? Oh, my, whose side am I on? Honestly, I'm team Sheree. I mean, I just love Sheree so much. I, I'm with you. Like, yeah, Sheree was being shady by bringing that up at the brunch and on camera. I think that's really what pissed Drew off was the on-camera aspect. Because when she talked to Moneta, she's like, Moneta was like trying to not break the fourth wall to be like, she brought yeah. this up on camera. So I get it. But also, Sheree's doing the job. She's doing, I mean, she's like, you brought up my business. You said right. you like confiscated everything. So I'm going to do the same for you. You're in the headlines. The streets are talking. I'm going to tell you what they're saying. So it's I'm fair, on team Yeah, It's fair, game. It's yeah. fair uh-huh. game, baby. It's fair game. All is fair in Housewives world. So we're going to take a quick ad break right now. Uh, this week's episode is sponsored by Hi Yeah. So I don't know about you guys, but I... My kids love their vitamins every morning. Kyle is like, are you girls ready for your vitamins? One thing I didn't realize once I started to look into it, that a lot of these vitamins are filled with five grams of sugar and can contribute to a variety of health issues. But guess what? Haya is there for you. It is made with zero sugar and zero gummy junk. And it tastes great. And it's perfect for picky eaters. I tried one just to like make sure in case I did know, too. my kids had any pushback. If my, in case my kid had any pushback and I'm like, I'm like, nope, this is good. This is good. So one, another thing that I really like, I try to be a bit more sustainable in my approach um, with things. I think, so I love that high. Yeah. One of the things that they do is they give you a reusable jar that you can um, decorate. They give you stickers. So my girls had no problems doing that. They decorated the jar and then it's kind of um, in terms of refilling it's just less wasteful. They send you just another packet to refill that jar. So this has been um, pediatrician approved. It's a super powered chewable vitamin. It's formulated with the help of nutritional experts, high as pressed with the blend of 12 organic fruits and veggies, then supercharged with 15 essential vitamins and minerals, including vitamin D, B12, C, zinc, folate, and many others to help support immunity, energy, brain function, mood, concentration, teeth, and bones. Um, And then uh, we've received, of course, you guys, we have a special deal for you. So we've worked out a special deal with Haya for the best-selling children's vitamin. Receive 50% off your first order. To claim this deal, you must go to HayaHealth.com slash RealMoms. This deal is not available on their regular website. Go to H-I-Y-A-H-E-A-L-T-H dot com slash real moms and get your kids the full body nourishment they need to grow into healthy adults. All right, Roni. Vanessa, I am so full right now. From eating my words. I did not think this was going to be good. I really like the transition, Abby. Thank you. I really just did not. I didn't think these women were going to vibe together. And 
I do understand all of them are not friends. We got a few DMs like, oh my God, can't they like find a true circle of friends? I think here though, there's a commonality where at least it's not like you're bringing true strangers into it or it's somebody's only friends with one person. Like you've got Bryn who's friends with Aaron and Cy and, you know, Aaron is close with Jenna. Like, I think, you know, you've got enough going on and, um, I don't know. I just, I feel like, and you've got Giselle. I don't know. There's just like enough going on that, who's friends with Aaron as well. I just think there's enough of them that like it works as a group. And I, I loved this episode. It felt like such like a revival of Roni. It felt like the Roni we used to have where it was like, we're fighting over cheese and we're fighting over is this restaurant, you know, 2003 or not. Like it just, to me, it was, I loved it. I loved everything about it. I'm with you. I am definitely eating my words. I think for me, enough time has passed for me to kind of recognize and come to a realization that Roni is not going to come back, or at least in the form that we once knew it, OG Roni. I think Girls Trip is actually a better place for For it. And I think it works best for the women as well. I think it kind of will hold it up to the standards that we loved on a girl's trip. And honestly, they probably will do another girl's trip given the success of it. So I don't think it's goodbye for these women. And with crappy Lake, I think we're going to see them in different ways. And truthfully, as long as for as long as they've all been on television, it, these are, this is like a fresher way, a fresher take. We don't get like the tired old fights. Like I'm, I'm kind of here for it, but with this new cast, I just enjoyed everything about it. I think, like, where do we start? Let's talk about the beginning. Um, I'm going into Sai's house. Bryn comes over. I want to ask you this. Are you a shoes on or shoes off person, like, when you enter a house? Um, I typically take my shoes off, um, but I don't make other people. Like, I would I prefer everyone to take their shoes off? Probably, just because, you know, shoes tracking more dirt and stuff. Um, but I, I'm not somebody that's, like, I've been at houses where they're, like, like, oh, could you take your shoes off? And like, you know, they ask very nicely. Um, but I would prefer shoes off. What about you? I'm indifferent. I think if my home was primarily carpet, I would probably be a bit more strict about it. But I don't really care. I'm like, you can have shoes. It's fine. I don't personally like, even though I'm barefoot right now, I don't love being barefoot, but it's totally fine with me. But I just kind of love the introduction and Immediately, Bryn is showing how obsessed she is with um, size kids and how it makes her want to have children until Giselle comes over um, with her twins. And I immediately was like, oh, my God. I mean, they're toddler twins. They're toddler. She's in the thick of it and her all white home. I was like, girl, like I get you're fabulous and fancy, but like you need I'm, I'm assuming there's a room that we don't see that has. I hope. I mean, at least show it to us. It makes you hashtag relatable. Like, show us the room. I mean, that shit's going to get stained. Like, toddlers don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck about your parents of house. They they will have sticky fingers and, like, wipe it on things to get it off their hands. Like, they don't think in that manner. So I just thought that was hilarious. So one of the first fights that we get, so we have Cy, Bryn, and Giselle coming all over together and Brian starts to tell and starts to sort of stir the pot about uh, one cheesegate. Some, <laughs> cheesegate, something that Aaron had said. Aaron had shared with Brian allegedly that Sai was very weird about a cheese plate and that she said, This is all we're having. 
And that Sai literally said, that's weird. And Sai's like, no, that's not how it went. Like, what was your take on this first fight? I mean, this is like, this is the silly pettiness that like we all loved about housewives. Um, I, yeah, I, I, it, it didn't bother me. I will say I do believe Aaron. Um, I don't think she said it the way Bryn is retelling it, but I think Bryn is trying to be good TV. Um, I think she's doing a good job for now. We've talked about this with our friends. I think Bryn is very, very much at risk of becoming a Heather gay where everyone loves you your first season um, and a little bit your second, and then you're going to have a fall from grace. I just think Bryn needs to be careful. Ooh, I, I'm with you on that. I, I can sense that as well. I mean, it's kind of like, just, just be cool. Don't be all uncool. As yeah. Marianne like the whole said. restaurant thing then comes up and she oh. was like, you know, and I will say we're flash forwarding a little bit to Jenna's house, but I appreciated where Sai was like, I just didn't want to go. And Aaron's like, thank you. Like you could have just told me that. I think like that's very New Yorker, like a Midwesterner to Midwesterner would never have that conversation. But I, I think like, I love the directness. Um, But yeah, then the whole thing of the restaurant comes up. What I love, though, is like it was such a stupid thing to be snobby about. So Aaron tries to make a reservation for everyone to go together with their husbands to get dinner. And there were like, I think she said there were eight of them or something as a larger group. And so they went to bleep like they kept bleeping out the name of the restaurant because I think they either the restaurant, did, they didn't give permission or whatever, they, but they did not want it getting out there. Of course, it did. Um, for all of everyone wondering, the restaurant. Um, it's been confirmed. It's catch, um, which is actually where we went to eat uh, b- the Thursday before BravoCon and saw every single Bravo lab. But you pointed out not a single Roni person was there. Yeah. So I made that reservation. And truthfully, I was being strategic. I was like, oh, I know they're all seen at the Gansevoort. This is across the street. It's a popular restaurant. There's it's like, you know, Fancy, popular in LA. Nice. Yeah. Like, it's like a place where you will see somebody. So we went, but literally we walk in. We see Shannon Bedore, Kyle Richards, Heather Gay. Heather Gay, yeah. Re- Phaedra, Reza, Vicky. Gigi, Vicky, the Dubros, like literally um, all these people. We at- didn't see him, but Justin Sylvester was there with Kyle Richards. Um, yeah. Yeah. So we literally saw everyone and had like, I mean, you guys can relive it. If you want to relive it with us, check out our BravoCon highlight where like, Abby's in the bathroom and just being like, oh my God, this is fucking amazing. Like this was like I mean, Faber sat down part. right next to us. Like it was just unreal. It um, was unreal. So it was like really funny to me, like seeing this. Like basically she's like, it's not cool. It's like so 2005. Like I would never yeah. be seen there. So it just like made me laugh. Um, we've gotten a few DMs from New Yorkers and I've seen two sides. I've seen some sides are like, yeah, it's fine. But some people are like, no, that's where the tourists and like people from New Jersey go. Uh, and also that it's like there's other better places in New York to go and see. I'm but, sure, but I mean, but we had a great time. It was good. It was I enjoyed myself. And clearly also, these housewives do too. Yeah. And apparently the one in LA is still very cool. So if you're in California and confused, your catch is still very much like a cool place to go. But if you um, want to be uncool, you go with us. Some people also thought they're like, oh my God, I had to turn it off because this is like so snobby and pretentious. This is like why I love it. Like I yeah. love delusion and like stupid fights like this. Like, yes, give this to me. So then we get to Jenna's house. She has a theme of what was it like wearing khaki sequence? It was khaki, or metallics, 
sequins or black animal, I think. animal print or black. It was a, there were a lot of themes. I think if we're gonna have a theme, to me, metallics, animal print, khaki or black or sequins. It's just like basically, don't wear color, don't wear bright bold colors unless it's a sequin. I don't know. It was kind of, I it was a I was like I feel like we have too many themes going on here. It was a lot. But Jenna Lyons, I will say, of the women, so pre, and we can talk about our faves, our first impressions after we recap this, but Jenna Lyons is one that I knew before. I knew she was, like, the head of J. Crew. Um, she's got an interesting story, like, her fallout, and I think we'll get it, how she was kind of, her coming out with, like, releasing the media and all of it. But in, in general, she's, like, an interesting person to me and seeing she was her awesome. house. Yeah, she was how I knew her too. Um, she was for those who loved girls, um, the HBO series back in the day. She was Hannah's boss, like really like weird boss, like very much a great character for her. But she played Hannah's boss on Girls for like two or three episodes. I also think we have to owe that moment in time where we all lived in a chambray shirt. Uh, if oh, you, yeah. you all had it in your closet and it's probably because of Jenna Lyons and yeah. the impact that she had at J crew. So shout out to Jenna there, but I did love her kitchen and like, oh, I yeah. loved it. I just thought it was like so sexy. Of course she has a, she has to have a chef to make like, not saying I would make fondue. I mean, I'm not beneath it, but just like, it's funny. Like to have someone with just cheeses yeah. um, over. I, she's so quirky. I don't know that I would give my dog coffee. Um, hopefully it's like decaf. That I know. Little, like, I'm, I'm know. worried for the health of the dog, but that's okay. Um, it's all right. Whatever. We're going to just let it slide for now. Yeah. The dog seems fine, but I just was all about seeing her in her environment um, khaki is a color. I actually do agree with her on that. I think the term khaki, I think I would have said tans or like neutrals. neutrals. I yeah. think when you hear khaki, you do think of the pant. You think of like a chino. Like, yes. yes, but it is. Yeah, it is a color, not a fabric, but I agree. Like, I think that, yeah, if somebody's like, oh, I'm going to wear khaki pants. I'm not thinking like a khaki color denim. I'm thinking khaki like chino pants but exactly exactly i'm with you but jenna decides to have an icebreaker game i immediately was thinking of her time in corporate america i'm like there's no better like icebreaker game it just felt but it works like i think she was kind of like okay i don't know all these girls the same and i will think i will say her questions were really good funny it's like she knew she was on a tv show i hate the ones that was like the icebreakers that are like go around and say something that no one else knows about you it's like okay well I'm in my late thirties. If someone doesn't know something about me, there's a damn good reason why. And I'm taking that one to the grave. Like I just hate some of these like icebreakers. It's like, or like say something unique about you. And it's like, you learn something about someone that you're like, I did not need to know you were born without like a hanging earlobe or like, it's just like weird shit that you're like, I didn't really like, how does that help me get to know you better? No, Lisa Renna, take no. I I would prefer Jenna's yeah. Game versus like, let's go around the table and tell me one misconception you had about oh, each person. That like, was such I, a shit stirring. Like, oh, it is, but yeah. I hate, I hate, like, I would prefer these, like, yeah, like what questions. porn and, yeah, exactly. It's just like more fun and entertaining to me. Um, let's also talk about Jenna's closet for a minute. That many shoes. I just, her closet in general, like, I would love to just spend an evening in there, like, all the clothes, the shoes just looking at everything. Um, I mean, obviously if you are like a head honcho at J crew, you're going to have a ton of clothes and shoes and bags and cause you're just in that world. Um, so I just think like, 
I hope we get more time in her closet because it's oh, I think we beautiful. will. I think, yeah. I mean, I think that's like an entire episode. And for context, um, again, you guys can go down a rabbit hole of Jenna Lyons. There's a lot there. But she left J. Crew around 2017. So she hasn't been with the company. But obviously, I feel like her presence on the show is given a renewed interest because for a lot of us, she's Miss J. Crew. So let's talk about the confrontation. Aaron is so funny and like straight up I New York. That. I actually really appreciate directness. I can be direct myself. So I like how she's like, Bryn, come here. I also appreciated Jenna was like, nope, I don't want you guys doing this here. Like, yeah. stop. But Aaron's like, come on. And Bryn's like, oh my God, is she going to beat me up? Like, what's going to happen? Bryn being so nervous was like totally somebody that like knew they got caught in a lie. She knew she was in trouble for lying about the restaurant. And I think she kind of like knew that the cheese thing was going to catch up to her. Cause even Aaron was like, that's not true. Like that, this whole thing was so stupid. I think Aaron's like, I can't believe we're having a conversation about somebody saying, cheese that's so weird which um i do agree now anytime someone says that's so weird we're gonna think of that moment yeah no i just think now like the housewife fans are gonna have secret inside jokes with each other anytime it's we're, like the like, two thumbs party. up yeah it's like with cheese like we're gonna be like oh, that's weird and just see if anyone gets it but most of them probably won't but i just appreciated her directness and just being like listen like he had an issue you guys didn't come to the dinner like He's going to just told me. And also that didn't happen. And I think Bryn is, has golden retriever energy where it's like hard to be mad at her. And she like smiles her way through and like, oops, sorry. And giggles her way and they make up. And we'll talk about their watch what happens live in our headlines Friday episode. But Bryn was real quick to go back to saying shit on Aaron again. So I think this is going to be a few that we're going to continue to see. Um, hopefully not like ongoing. Like I just, I hate when it's one of those things where it's like this started over cheese and like whether our restaurant was like acceptable or not. And like, I hope this doesn't go for seasons and seasons, but for now it's petty. It's like the level of snobbiness we need. I also would like to add though. I do appreciate Bryn saying that she would rather go to an olive garden that it was like weird because catch was kind of high low and she'd rather just be high or low and that she loves the breadsticks at olive garden. Like I love an Olive Garden soup salad and breadsticks. I was just at Olive Garden. I went in June with my mom. My mom was in Olive Garden. I was, had Red Lobster on Friday. Oh, Shout cool. out Cheddar Bay Biscuits. Yeah. So I get it. I think there's something about that. Like you, it's, you know what you're going to get and it's always the same, like tastes the same, you know, processed it food. Like she says, Do it slaps. It's good. It's its thing. So it's good. But I appreciated it. I also thought it was funny, like them coming out in a pretend fight. That's something I would have totally done trying to bank. Um, Aaron flopped at it. But I did have a panic for Jenna because I did have that reaction with the sequence and the lace. You saw them like coming together. Yes. I was like, no. It's going to snag. I'm like, it's going to snag. It's going to snag. Who doesn't know that? Like these women wear very fancy clothes. I mean. If little old me living in St. Louis, Missouri knows not to do that, they, they, I mean, maybe it was just in the moment they forgot, but I was kind of like, ladies come on jenna handled it well though i think she's like i just can't look i would have had the same thing she didn't like oh. yell didn't get upset but also yeah. she's like that's my valentino lace like i mean yeah she's, it's, it's important to yeah. her it's important to her yeah. but your first take so like how do you feel about everyone who is standing out to you like might be your favorite um i mean jenna obviously because i knew about her and i liked her going into this um but so i'm kind of like I feel like she's almost like an obvious and I think she's going to be kind of like the 
cool aunt of the group. Like she's very, like she acknowledges there's an age gap between her and some of the other women. But my early favorites, um, Aaron and Bren were my two early favorites. What about you? Nice. So I followed Sai before um, Scout in the City. So I've always enjoyed her fashions. I think she's got a dry sense of humor and like doesn't take herself like too, too seriously. So I like her. Honestly, I kind of find everyone a bit interesting and enjoy everyone so far. Uba, I think I'm going to really love. I think she, she like reminds me of a little bit, like in terms of humor, like Kiki in Miami, just like fun comedic relief. Mm -hmm. And I also love that she is Chanel Ion's cousin. Like legit first cousin. Legit. So I like, I really love her. I love those two so far, but really like everyone I'm enjoying the only one I feel like it depends on how the season goes for her that I'm not like first impression like love is Giselle. But I think not everyone can be a dynamic. We have to have someone a little bit quieter. We, I don't we know need if that's a the Dolores. right. We need like a person who's not always going to be out there fighting. And yeah. Um, so we'll yeah, see. But off to a great start. Big personalities, but I love it. Um, the fashion, I think, is going to be great. It's I love watching these women, like even like their casual meetups at the park. I don't know, just it's it's what we loved about Roni in the beginning. I think um, Andy was asked if he's going to reboot any other ones, and he used the emoji like thinking face. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if we don't see this happen again because it was. I mean. It was very successful. They had a great premiere. A lot to be said still. They still have a whole season to go, but I have a feeling this is going to be a good couple of seasons. So watch out. Watch out, ladies. Watch out. New girls are coming for you. But regardless, we enjoyed it. So if you enjoyed this episode, you know what to do right now. Go ahead and give us a quick five stars. Um, My goal is to get to 1,000. I would love to get that by BravoCon. So do your part and help us meet this goal. So click five stars. And if you're feeling extra kind, leave us a written review. It truly takes you as long as it would take to send a quick text to a friend. Thank you. Um, Resi 99 real moms of Bravo podcast. It's one of my top five shows to listen to. Thank you so much. And thanks for the shout out to St. Louis and Kansas city. Um, so it's that simple. And plus you get a little extra love from us. And again, you guys will hear us two more times this week. Um, be sure to listen and support. And with that, we'll catch you soon. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.